Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, you are watching or listening to the most electrifying podcast in all of internet radio today. You are listening or watching The Sports Wire. My name is Vinny Apicella, and I am here with you today, and uh, got a lot to talk about here. As you can see, I'm testing out the YouTube function and see how many uh, views I can get here on my YouTube page, which is youtube.com slash audio. Also, if you're listening to this, you can find the podcasts on any of your favorite podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, etc., etc., etc. Got a lot to talk about today. It's been a while since I've done a podcast, and it's simply because, well, I don't always have the time. But, you know what? Uh, I am going to try today in getting the YouTube video and the audio both out on the same time at the same time. I know most people usually, you know, release the video first or do the video live and then uh, go to the audio. But, you know what? I'm going to try this out, see if I can at least get some uh, views and some uh, other stuff. But anyways... I am here live. Again, my name is Vinny Apicella. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for watching uh, The Sports Wire. Got a lot to talk about today. And again, I want to thank our sponsor, Anchor.fm. They are our uh, podcasting platform for audio. And thank you to YouTube as well. Uh, but we are here. Today is Monday, July 20th, 2020. 7-2020. Uh, tonight is Monday Night Raw. Obviously, but we're not going to talk about Raw tonight, be, Raw, because we've got a lot coming out of this past week. We've got a lot coming out of last night alone, WWE's Extreme Rules, uh, the pay-per-view event on the WWE Network, and the horror show at Extreme Rules, excuse me. Uh, it was a really good, I know that it might be a controversial take, but it was a really good show. And quite honestly, I know people are are shitting on it because, you know, no fans in the building. But I guess a lot of people are upset with some of the storylines that were going into it. But you know what, people, just let them do what they got to do. I thought it was very, very entertaining. Um, a couple of stipulations kind of sucked. But overall, the show was really good. And I thoroughly enjoyed uh, watching the show last night. Uh, like I said, stipulations could have been a little better, but whatever. It gave us this awesome picture of Rey Mysterio with his quote-unquote eye coming out of his socket. Of course, we know, I mean, we know that it's a fake eye with fake blood. And, uh, I'm really surprised I didn't have, uh, Kane's character from Ceno Evil, Jacob Goodnight, come out to pluck the eye out. But, whatever, it did give us that awesome image although it was kind of sickening you know i mean seth rollins throwing up you know kind of made it for how it was um but whatever the report is that he's a, at a local medical facility and the <laughs> it's hard for me to even get through it um because of you know how ridiculous it was he's at a medical facility and luckily the optic nerve wasn't damaged so he'll be fine. But anyways, back to the horror show at Extreme Rules. Uh, quite honestly, 
the match card from top to bottom was actually really good. Uh, starting with the tables match between uh, Cesaro and, and uh, Nakamura taking on the New Day for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. They were really, that was a really good match. And I'm really happy that, that Cesaro and Nakamura won. I'm not big on Nakamura, but I am big on, on uh, Cesaro. And they've just had him floundering in tag teams. I mean, don't get me wrong. The bar was awesome. The bar was awesome. It was Sheamus and Cesaro. We know that. Uh, up until, I believe, last year. Yeah, to the end of 20... I want to say maybe the end of 2018. Um, because, uh, you know, then Sheamus was out for quite a while. Maybe it was the end of 2019. But either way, um, you know, Sheamus and Cesaro were a great tag team. And now Cesaro is with Nakamura. I'm not big on Nakamura, like I said, but I really like how Shame, how Cesaro is, you know, that guy. And quite honestly, he deserves a world title run. Like, I wouldn't mind seeing a feud between Cesaro and Drew McIntyre for the WWE Championship. Uh, I would love to see that because Cesaro needs a world title shot. He needs a world title run. He needs to have that kind of push behind him. That kind of, you know, he he's over with the crowd when there's one, uh, because he's just got that, he's got the charisma, he's got the look, you know, I don't know why Vince McMahon soured on him, you know, but he's been there for a decade now, over a decade, and, uh, you know, from tagging with Tyson Kidd to Sheamus, and now Nakamura, he's ready for a singles run. Okay, uh, you know, then, you know, we had the, uh, we also had the Swamp fight. I, I'm not going to go in order of, uh, I'm not going to go in order of matches because, uh, quite honestly, I don't want to. And I don't have to. It's my show, right? Uh, but anyways, we had the Wyatt Family Swamp fight, or the Wyatt Swamp, Wyatt Swamp fight, whatever it's called. Was it for the Universal title or was it or was it not for the Universal title? How do you figure out who won and lost? You know, we know that in the Boneyard match, we knew that, uh, you know, we knew that The Undertaker won because he buried AJ Styles. In the Firefly Funhouse match, The Fiend pinned John Cena with Bray Wyatt doing the cover. I mean, that's a complete mind screw anyways. But in the Wyatt Family Swamp Fight, or the Wyatt Swamp Fight, uh, how did we determine a winner? Because all of a sudden, you, uh, Braun Strowman threw Bray Wyatt into the water. Then Bray Wyatt came back out and pulled Braun into the water. And then you see the, the Fiend emerge. So, is Braun still champion? Did Bray win the title back? What happened? We don't know. Uh, which is crazy to think about. We just, we just don't know. Although... I enjoyed that match. You know, it was a cinematic uh, masterpiece, in my opinion. Sure, it was a little creepy, but having Alexa Bliss out there, you know, come out as Sister Abigail uh, was actually pretty uh, creative. You know, and going back and showing, you know, Braun and Alexa in the mixed match, mixed match challenge, easy for me to say, and having them, you know, together and showing the history... And showing how uh, Alexa Bliss was pretty uh, close to him and 
you know, the, the pictures, the, the, the shots they chose were actually kind of uh, flirtatious, so to speak, like almost like, you know, and the way she was talking, like, uh, you know, you really want, you know, want us to be together. We've always wanted to be together. We belong together. So that was actually kind of cool. Um, I really enjoyed that. Then you had, uh, then you had Asuka taking on Sasha Banks, defending her Raw Women's Champion. Now, I'm not a huge fan of Asuka. All right, it just I. She's great in the in the ring. She's great. She's a great talent, but I can't stand when she talks. Like if the WWE would just, uh, you know, give her a manager, you know, like a Paul Heyman. Somebody that could actually talk in English instead of her yelling her gibberish in Japanese. I, I, I'm sick of that. Like, I fast forward any time they're on the screen. Her and Kyrie Sane. So, it's it, it's sad, but that's, that's what it is. At the end of the match, uh, Asuka sprayed the green mist, green mist at Sasha Banks. And Sasha ducked. It hit the referee. And referee went down. Bailey comes in, takes off the referee shirt, puts it on herself, and makes the cut pin on Asuka for Banks. And supposedly that's the end of the match. So, but WWE still says it's unofficial. So, as of now, Asuka is still your Raw Women's Champion. Sasha Banks is unofficially the Women's Champion because she, she got the title. Bailey was not a sanctioned referee in the match. Bailey herself had uh, quite a bit of uh, trouble with Nikki Cross last night and her uh, title defense of her SmackDown title. And I really like Nikki Cross. I think she's got to go back to that craziness. You know, like, now she looks like she's just, uh, I guess, a, a jumping bead, you know, on an ADD kid that doesn't have their medication or whatever. Um, and... That's all she's, I mean, she's funny, you know, to watch and, and stuff. She's crazy in that funny way, not crazy in that psychotic way, you know what I mean? And uh, it would Nikki Cross would probably have been, would have been a better uh, Sister Abigail instead of Alexa Bliss. But, you know, it is what it is. Either way, uh, I like the match. I really like, you know, the female, the, 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 Women's division in the WWE is second to none, whether it's main roster or NXT. Um, I did see, you know, uh, hashtag trending, give Naomi a chance, or Naomi deserves better. Quite honestly, with Charlotte and Becky both out right now, the women's division, a lot of them need to step up, okay? And I don't want to get into the race card because, you know, everybody's like, oh, well, if you say Lacey deserves better, you're racist. No, that's not true. Um, or that's the equivalent to the all lives matter. Again, that's not true. But I can understand, you know, people want Naomi to get a better chance. And, and she's been SmackDown champion before. She's uh, a fantastic talent. Uh, and she does deserve that opportunity to stay in the title picture. That A couple weeks ago, that uh, uh, karaoke battle on SmackDown was absolutely horrible. It had nothing to do, nothing. Like, let me put it this way. In the previous iteration of the Sportswire, and probably up on our, our my old YouTube page, which I probably should upload, but anyways, um, on our old YouTube page, which was uh, 
the Apicella JR, my personal YouTube page. If you watch the seven-year anniversary spectacular of the old Sportswire iteration, I had karaoke contests on the show because, you know, we couldn't have actual wrestling matches or whatever, but I wrote karaoke contests in, instead of, you know, we had trivia contests, we had karaoke contests, we had, you know, uh, whatever, arm wrestling in order, in order to, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> of course, now my mind is going blank, but in order to, to uh, settle our differences, there we go. But that was what it was, okay? And I really think that uh, Naomi does deserve better. Lacey deserves better. Uh, Dana Brooke deserves better, quite honestly. She's the one that's been overlooked and underrated so much and underutilized. She deserves to have a world title. She's gorgeous, but she's got, she's in shape, you know? She's built. She's got muscles. I mean, hell. Charlie Caruso has muscles too. I could see her and Zelina Vega in a uh, match on Raw at some point in the near future over Angel Garza, but that's another story. Uh, let's see. You also had, but at the end of the match, uh, Bailey cheated to win over Nikki, of course, with Sasha Banks' interference. And, uh, you know, the rest is history. Uh, Bailey uh, escapes with her title. All right, then you have. MVP coming out with Bobby Lashley. He was MVP was set to uh, go against Apollo Cruz for the United States Championship. Apollo Cruz at the last minute was pulled from the match, uh, quote unquote game time decision, uh, game time decision, and he is, was not able to compete. So with that said, MVP declared himself the new um, the new United States Champion. You, you know. Simple as that. Is he, you know, was he diagnosed with COVID? We don't know. Of course, HIPAA violations, we don't want those. If he comes out to say it, that's one thing. But not nothing that I've seen yet. Then, uh, let's see. We've also got the Miz and Morrison were not on the show. Bobby Lashley was, other, other than coming out with MVP, was not booked on the show. I mean, he wasn't wrestling. Uh, AJ Styles, the Intergrounder Champion, was not on there. The Viking Raiders were not there. The Street Profits were not there. I guess we must go to the eye for an eye match now with Seth Rollins and Rey Mysterio, which, like I said, gave us this picture. Um, as you could tell, Seth Rollins did win. You know, they, they did all the hokey stuff, um... You know, with trying to extract the eye, you know, they had a piece of rebar out there, they had a Singapore cane. You know, Seth eventually used the stairs to extract the eye from Rey Mysterio. It was a great match. Brian Alvarez, the idiot who's partners with the other idiot, Dave Meltzer, tweeted out last night, well, it looks like, it's like they're doing hip tosses and head scissors in an eye for an eye match. And I'm like, I responded, I'm like, yeah, it's a wrestling match, idiot. And then, and then he also goes, he goes, well, I guess Rey Mysterio couldn't, couldn't take out Seth's eye with a frog splash and something else. I said, <laughs> because it's so funny and it's so blatant, the love for AEW, 
and the hatred for WWE and the bias against WWE from both Meltzer and Alvarez that are, in my opinion, on AEW's payroll. But it's so blatantly there and obvious because of what's going on and everything and with the, everything that they talk about. Okay, and I basically responded to him. I said, yeah, but if Marco stunted growth did a Canadian, Canadian destroyer off the back of a dinosaur, that would have gotten it done, right? If you watched Imp uh, Dynamite, the Fight for the Fallen, this past uh, Wednesday, you would get the reference because that's exactly what happened. Although it was a AEW was a lost cause right now. It really is. Every time I, um, every time I want to, you know, give it a chance to do something to piss me off, and uh, I'll keep watching it. Like I, I caught up. I watched over the past week. I watched both episodes of uh, Fighter Fest and Fight for the Fallen. So, yeah, I watched a lot of the AEW this week. Okay, and finally, 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 we get to the WWE Championship match between Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler. Uh, Dolph made Drew McIntyre look strong as hell. And here's why. And, and a lot of people didn't agree with me about that. Don't agree with me about this. But here's what it, here, here's what it came down to. It came down to the fact that the stipulation that Drew McIntyre, that uh, Dolph Ziggler came up with was one of it's extreme rules for him, but but Drew McIntyre had to wrestle a normal match. And if he got counted out or disqualified, he would have lost the title. So he had, as a babyface, he had everything, everything up against him. And what happened? Well, we all saw it. Drew McIntyre overcame it with a Claymore kick. And uh, quite honestly, it was a fantastic Claymore kick. It was a fantastic uh, match. Dolph Ziggler, you know, is always one of the best sellers around. I really like, you know, him. And, I'm, and you know, a lot of people say, oh, he deserves a title shot. And he does. Don't get me wrong. He deserves a title run. But with that said, he's making a lot of money putting guys over. And he'll get over without going over, as some Bully Ray said. Um... And Sonny Kiss said the same thing, although that's another story. Uh, but yes, I I really liked the match. Drew McIntyre overcame all the odds stacked against him, as well as the, you know, the temptation to use a chair. Or the temptation to put Seth through, uh, Drew through a table. Uh, to put Dolph through a table, excuse me. He had to turn around and suplex it, you know. To uh, make sure not to do it. Uh, but overall, like I said, it was great, great card, great event. You know, came in at two and a half hours. Tight, you know, very, very tight show. You know, not a lot of fluff or extra. Which, which one? Of, that's one of the things the coronavirus has done for the WWE. Has forced them to tighten up their, their ship. Because they're not having a huge roster. Especially with the 30... Uh, positive tests for COVID that the WWE's had over the past couple of weeks. And they've tightened up their ship. You know, their storylines are, are tight. 
I don't agree with Paul Heyman's firing of the creative uh, the, as as a, as executive director of Raw, but Bruce Prichard is doing a great job. I just want to see them keep getting positive and keep going forward. Um, and I'm not trying to be a WWE homer because I'll tell it like it is. But I thoroughly, as a wrestling fan, as a WWE fan, I enjoyed it. I don't know why some people have to constantly shit on the product, but that's what it is. All right, so I am going to end this here in my next episode, hopefully not tomorrow, probably Wednesday. My next episode on Wednesday, I will talk about AEW, NXT, and... Uh, We'll just go from there. Uh, and, and whatever else might be going on in the world, you know, because we're still dealing with the Black Lives Matter garbage and the protests and the, you know, just everything else. We're, we're, we're still dealing with that because of, well, you know, Orange Man bad. You know, and, and the statues coming down and, you know, people who want who wanted to judge people from hundreds of years ago based on today's social justice uh, standards, you know, granted, we all, and here's the thing, we all know racism is bad, okay, but here's, here's the problem, okay, the more black people buy into Black Lives Matter, the group, okay, <clears throat> what they're fighting against is white supremacy, okay, which there's none at this point in time in our history, okay? There may be, there are, there are racists out there, but there's no white supremacy. There are white supremacists, I will say that, you know, but again, they're judged harsh, harshly. <clears throat> um, but the thing is, is that they're going the complete opposite direction, and now they're, they're, they're starting to get to black supremacy. And it's going absolutely, you, if you're white in this day and age and you don't support the Black Lives Matter movement, you're called a racist. If you support Donald Trump, you're, call, you're called a racist. Neither one of those is true, nor are they mutually exclusive, okay? You can be a Trump supporter and not be a racist like I am. You could you, you be a white person and not be racist like I am. You know, I don't believe in the Black Lives Matter movement. I believe and I support black people and black lives. And like I've said, black lives matter, but not to black lives matter. Think about it. I'll be back on Wednesday. My name is Vinny Apicello. You can find the Sportswire, uh, this video version on YouTube. You can find the audio version on anchor.fm um, sportswire page or just go to sportswireaudio.com or download it wherever you find your favorite podcasts I, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts Stitcher, Spotify, CastBox Deezer, etc, etc, etc leave us a 5 star review and uh, help us get the word out okay, uh, always looking for guests always looking for co-hosts okay, again my name is Vinny Apicella and I will be back with you uh, probably Wednesday I'm thinking all right. Have a great day.